Hey everybody, welcome to the Great Transylvanian Bite-Off, where this week we are pitting Evan and I's guilt against this movie. Uh, my name is Daniel Kunkel. And I'm Evan Morkal. And we feel not great about this one. I did not expect the level of shame that I would feel for watching all 100, or sorry, one all 80 minutes of this movie. But in 80 minutes... It packs a gut punch of feeling bad about yourself. Yeah. It's not our worst one. No. It's not our worst one. No. It is, I think, the only one I have felt like a bad person for engaging with. Yes. I feel bad that we are attempting to bring this movie back somewhat into the public consciousness. Yeah. Because this one should remain buried a little bit. Yeah, this is the creeps. We're both older than this movie. So I feel that makes me that weirdly makes me feel better about criticizing it. You know, yeah, I don't know absolutely. what it is. Yeah, um, I'm only older than this movie by about three months, give or take. Um, yeah, this is the creeps directed by Charles Band, written by Benjamin Carr, starring a bunch of people that I don't care about, mostly starring Phil Fondacaro as Count Dracula, who mm -hmm. does an amazing job. I He's think. excellent. And we should give a shout out to Phil Fondacaro. This guy's a legend. Yeah. Uh, this guy has, he is, his resume is incredible. Mm -hmm. Return of the Jedi, the Black Cauldron. That's like a quick start. Troll, you've got Willow on there. I mean, he's got so many. Most importantly, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. He yeah, was oh, rolling. This guy is like a formative part of my childhood just because of that. He's going to be in the Willow reboot, right? Yes, he is. I think he's, I think they've announced he's coming back, which I'm weirdly excited for the Willow reboot. I don't oh. know. If you've never seen Willow, watch Willow instead of this. Yeah. Oh, please watch Willow instead oh, of this. Oh, man. Um, he's also in the Polar Express. Worth sitting. He's in the 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 weird Tom Hanks one. Yeah, who's he in the Polar Express? He's an elf. Okay, well you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, yes, Phil Fondacaro, famous for being the only Ewok in Star Wars to have an actual death scene, um, <laughs> plays Count Dracula excellently. This movie is wicked. I. It's not even that it's offensive to little people. It's because like they there aren't a ton of jokes about it, really. No, there aren't jokes about it. The problem is that the whole joke of the movie is that all of these classic monsters are are played by people with dwarfism. That's the that's it. That's the joke of the movie. There's no at least not really. There's not really specific jokes poking fun at it. You're just supposed to laugh the whole time because cause of this and it and like the plot of this movie does not happen if they are not people with dwarfism the entire point is that they are too small to actually yes. be effective monsters yes and yeah so as you said the whole the joke of the movie what it rests on is this so despite the fact that this could have been more offensive yeah you still don't feel good about yourself because the moment they introduce the monsters, you understand, oh, it's one oh, of those movies. Yeah. 
it's bad. It's re- it's re- it's just it's a weird movie overall. And the point of like, haha, isn't it funny? It's like, no, because honestly, they look good. The makeup yeah. is good in this movie. I totally agree. Uh, Phil Fondacaro is the only one of the monsters who talks. Yeah. But seriously, he crushes it. He's, he's excellent he's good. in this. He's good. I mean, and, and those who know Phil Fondacaro will, will recognize his voice instantly. He's got an incredibly, like, specific voice that it's hard to forget. But I'd say he does a good job still using it to his advantage in this role as Dracula. He's not – he doesn't go too far with what he's doing. If anything, I'd say he actually is a little – understated which is really lovely given how absurd the movie is i can't tell if he's just if he's just a good enough actor that he made this sort of thing work or if he just really gave his all to it yeah because he works i agree with the voice entirely this uh, he sounds unlike any dracula we've seen before i mean he's he's not really doing a voice i would say he's maybe maybe pitching down a little bit but yeah uh, he's doing this very um kind of chest voice yeah lower register there's a little bit of gravel in the voice but he just sounds he sounds roughly distinguished you know yeah. he's not bella where it's like high society He's like a cowboy who's like dressed up nicely, you know, and he's still got an edge of danger about him. He has this like wonderful in pretty much every <laughs> in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'll go with that. Uh, he <laughs> kind of takes on this like, I, I don't know, city dweller sort of vibe. He he just yeah. plays a, basically a I don't know what he is. Um, Roland like, is technically archetypal uh, new jerseyan or something like exactly like bronx brooklyn that's exactly like. what he sounds like in that and in most of the things where he uses his actual voice despite the fact that he's from new orleans that's what he sounds like is he sounds like he's from like the bronx yeah but in this he slows it down a little bit more he drops his pitch it's not bad i uh, think it's quite good he he still sounds a little bit like if count dracula were a mobster yeah, that's kind yeah. of what he goes for in this, which I yes. think works, given that Count Dracula kind of runs the show for a bit. Yeah. Uh, do you want to just breeze through this plot real quick? I do. Holy. Yeah. So now that we're done gushing over Phil Fondacaro, everyone else in this movie sucks. Yeah. Um, the other monsters are good. They just don't talk or really do anything. Do anything. Makeup's good, but like they don't have anything to do. Um, this movie is mostly about a guy who a guy who wants to get four books. He wants to get the first edition prints of Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. He wants to get the werewolf. He wants to get werewolf in Paris. He wants to get the mummy and he wants to get uh, Dracula. And he wants to get these original collections because he has a machine called an archetype inducer, which like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And he wants to bring the characters to life. He, he, he says his machine can bring people from history and people from fiction to life. So he, we have a terrible opening scene where he goes to, uh, the rare books room of a library. Um, his, he uses a fake name. He goes to study Frankenstein and he switches it with a fake book. First of all, a couple of issues. He's told he has to wear a mask when he's handling the book. As far as I know, that makes no impact on 
Maybe mm-hmm. if we're talking about like thousands of years old like yeah. books, that makes a, a little bit of a difference. Um, but Frankenstein is from 1818. It's not that old, relatively speaking. Yeah. <laughs> he has to wear gloves, which generally you are not supposed to wear gloves when you are handling old manuscripts because it can um, me- it messes with your sense of touch. So you might pull a little too hard on something and rip it. Um but he has to wear masks. He has to wear a glove. Uh, the woman, Anna, who gets out the book for him, does not wear masks or gloves when handling the book. Cool. Uh, they're also they're very concerned about the preservation of this book. And so in order to keep it safe, they keep it in what just looks like a normal bank tin lockbox. That's yeah. also directly in the sunlight and uh, metal gets hot in the sunlight. It's biz- it's the worst antique book section ever. I don't even really. Yeah, I it's crazy. Her boss, Miss Christina, who boy, (laughs) howdy, wow, uh, gets mad at her after this guy leaves. She doesn't know that he's stolen the book, mind you. Mm-hmm. He just like walks out with it. And then Anna's boss, Miss Christina, comes in and um, really aggressively starts flirting with Anna. Yep. Which like, OK, 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 sure. You know, why not? Yeah. Um, It's bad. And um, yeah, it's bad. It's not OK just because it's a woman flirting with a woman. Like, it's nope. creepy. Still bad. And she's like, I've got some wine and cheese at home. And Anna's like, no, I'm good. And then she's like, why did you let that man look at our rare books? <laughs> Those are our rare books. We got to keep them preserved. The whole point is that nobody should see the rare books. Yeah, you know how libraries hate people reading their they hate when people come in and read those books, man. It made me wonder if it was actually a, a library. I was like, am I not understanding something? Like, is this some sort of institute where they keep these things hidden away? But why would they have the option to let anybody see them to begin with? It, it and was why so do they weird. have a random like f- they say it's a first edition copy of Frankenstein? Cool. Yeah. But then they say that it's in Mary Shelley's hand, like her handwriting. <laughs> she wrote it's it like, out. That's not not how that works. Nope. Not how that works at all. Nope. Anyway, Anna finds out that the book was stolen, so she goes and hires the worst man on the planet, David, to go and find this guy. Uh, David work is a private investigator who also works at a VHS store, which is also a comic book store. And uh, he's also creepy. And he also sells uh, pornographic videos over the phone mm-hmm. to people like vintage uh, pornography to people over the phone. Uh, and he has a giant poster of uh, different guns directly behind his desk yeah he's the he's the worst man i've ever seen in my life no he's a total weirdo there's a lot of red flags there a lot there's a lot of of red red flags flags. in this whole movie and it kind of begins with anna being uh creeped on by her boss and then it goes downhill immediately with david and then it goes even more More downhill Holy crap. But wait, uh, there's more. We learned that the guy who stole the book is Dr. Berber. Um, played, I would say, how how to describe this performance, Evan? Um, operatic? Uh, <laughs> prepubescent? Prepubescent is interesting. <laughs> it's played by someone who... And I don't know if I don't know anything about this person, but holy crap, this is a terrible performance. He's over the top. He's stumbling over every word. It's just atrocious. There's, and it's 
he's another character. He plays sort of like the mad scientist that was picked on as a kid. And now yeah. he's trying to he's come up with this scheme to take revenge on all the people that would uh never take him seriously it's sort of like incel behavior oh yeah within yeah. within you know a prepubescent scientist absolutely um, again he's supposed to be a joke right he mm-hmm. part of the part of the deal is that he is an archetype just like the characters on the books that he is bringing to life that's yeah. part of the joke here just like every other character there's not a single bit of it that's funny no this is a comedic horror movie and I don't think I so much as like hinted at a smile once. And he's a big perpetrator of that. He's he's got nothing going on. Absolutely. It's 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 all bad cuz it's trying to say something, right? Like they're yeah. they're they're trying to say something about our relationship with archetypes in in our I guess in our society, but it's like we've always had archetypes that's just how yeah. it's just how we are it's how every civilization has always been it's trying to say something it just then proceeds to tell everything in the most like weird and offensive and creepy way possible and it's not like it's outright offensive it's not like barbed Again, wire yeah. it's just like kicking us in the balls a few times like yeah. that's it's just it's just low man it's it's it, cheap it's cheap. Cheap is the best way to describe it. Uh, I don't think they had any lights. I don't think they hired no. someone to do lights for this movie because they're like it's very Prisoner of Frankenstein in some ways. There's just yeah. full segments outside where it's like I can see a window. Yeah. And they, that's it. It's pitch yeah. black out. They 100 percent just used a random street in L.A. to film oh, God, a lot yeah. of this. Um, but Berber has a great plan to go and get the Dracula, which is to show up dressed like himself, no tricking or anything. Anna recognizes him. She grabs her scissors. She doesn't call the cops or her boss or anybody. She calls she David, calls the David. worst man. And David is like, all right, hold on. I'll, I'll come over. Uh, and then, uh, uh, <laughs> Berber tases, tasers her. Berber has a cattle prod. Yeah. <laughs> that they're like, it's a taser. And it's like, that is an industrial cattle prod. That is crazy what you have. It like unfurls and everything. He just steals Dracula, comes back. He kidnaps and her. Yeah, he kidnaps Anna. And of course, she has to be a virgin and naked to have this machine work. Uh, David shows up because he Googled the doctor and found his his hideout. Excellent. <laughs> he takes Anna and gets her out of there before the process of bringing these monsters to life is complete. That's why when they all step out, they're all played by people with dwarfism. That's the joke. Ha ha. Very funny. Uh, very, very funny. I'm so tired. This like <laughs> is I watched this about two hours ago. It's. It's draining. Oh, my God. It's bad, man. And this is 1997. Yeah. And you, it <sighs> even does like the horrible shot where the doctor looks over expecting somebody tall to step out of the like yeah, little stalls and then yeah. the camera has to pan down. I mean, yeah. it's bad. Uh, and the, uh, They all step out. They're all very confused why they're shorter than they imagine themselves being. They don't understand that their characters from books not real. And then the doctor tries to, he basically is like, look, I brought you here to do my bidding because I am your master. 
and this is what we need to do to make you tall. Yeah. And uh, this is when Dracula sort of takes charge. He's like, and no, you're not in charge. I'm the master now. We will do this. Excellent. Uh, yeah. And then the plot gets rolling again. They go back to the library because <sighs> for some reason, nobody here understands that when you break the rules or when somebody's looking <sighs> for you, don't just like go continue back. on like life is normal. Um, <laughs> like at all. They go back to the library. This is where we possibly get the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, oh, sorry. Evan misspoke there. He meant to say the best thing he's ever seen <laughs> in his life. Uh, Anna's boss. I don't remember even. I don't even the remember. creep. The creep has dismissed Anna, gone into the back towards the rare books, pulled out uh, an old copy of Jane Eyre. Uh, you want to describe this part? No, I want you to describe it. You're doing great. <laughs> and then and I don't want to be on audio describing this. Thank proceeds. <laughs> I made a mistake. I, I made a terrible mistake. I'm good. I plead the fifth on this uh, one. <laughs> she proceeds to then heavily sniff and breathe in Jane Eyre. And how do I say this tastefully? Touch herself? She has sex with the book. She tries to have sex with the book. Like right then and there. And like is rubbing the book all Why? over her. <laughs> and, Why? I don't I don't know. I don't know understand what the point of any of this is. It is bizarre. Anyway, she hears a noise. She goes, "Who's there?" Uh it's all of Dracula's monsters that gobble her up rather quickly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they kidnap her. They, they kidnap, kidnap her. her. They're going to do the procedure again with her, but then they're like, <laughs> are you a virgin? Scene. And she's like, what is that? Like, what do you mean a virgin? And Dracula is like, oh, like, have you had sex with a man? And she's like, oh, in that case, no. I don't know if this is like... I don't know if this is good. This is not good representation, obviously. <laughs> I don't know if this is supposed to be representation, <laughs> Or if this is supposed to be a joke. Either way, it fails miserably. It's, it's not funny and it's not like, oh, yeah, let, way to include a lesbian character in your movie. Like, no, it's, it's, it's so horrible. confusing. The three, the three things I care about is whether she's between the age of 25, 35, and 35, if yep. she is a virgin or not, and whether or not she is clothed. They realize yeah. they only have control of one of these elements and then proceed to, like, quite literally rip her clothes off. Yeah. Which, again, is another step downhill for this already terrible movie. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag for the movie. And then the doctor uses her as a sacrifice, briefly turns her into a Viking? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a Viking. It's supposed to be a Viking. Uh, realizes that's not right. And then finally actually sacrifices her in attempt to make the monsters taller, which doesn't work. Oh, my God, man. It's bad. It's just it just gets worse every time they get. So then it doesn't the plot doesn't matter, man. They get the other girl and they get David and they're like, oh, if we have a guy who's a virgin, too, that'll balance it all out. And then we can be we can be tall again. And so they grab her. They grab them. The doctor who's weird is still trying to pretend like he's in charge but then at the end when he's like performing the scientific ritual or whatever to get her 
the Viking woman reappears, grabs him, drags him into a portal. Excellent portal effect, I'll mm-hmm. say. <laughs> it's terrible, and I love it. <laughs> grabs her, and again, I think we're supposed to be like, oh, he's an ar- oh, he's an archetype. She's an archetype. Crazy. <laughs> and it's just like, this is weird. Anna gives this whole speech to all the monsters that's like, look, you want to be immortal, right? Well, every time someone opens a fucking book, you're back to life. Isn't that crazy? And Dracula's like, yeah, good point. All right, we're going we're gonna to go back to to the book i guess and he says we will always be with you in your nightmares <laughs> which is a which is a good line um david who we skipped a brief plot point which is that when anna first goes to david she's like look i'm a librarian i don't have a lot of money and david's like that's okay you don't have to pay me as soon as they he rescues her from the doctor he sends her a bill for sixty two hundred dollars yep david's a goddamn liar and also they never signed a contract counter sue him Anna. get him that's true. Get him for everything he's worth. That's at the end, point. though, doesn't matter because apparently something David did at some point in this movie made Anna like love him. So she gives him the check for sixty two hundred dollars and gives him a first edition copy of Venus and Furs, which, which if you don't know, is a pretty old book, uh, very erotic book all about uh, female empowerment and stuff. It's It's pretty good. There was yeah. a movie. There's a great play. The play is excellent. Yeah, the Love excellent. the play. Um, so David, who is a movie guy, of course, is like, oh, my God, I watched the 1975 version with blah, 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 which Klaus Kinski was in that, apparently. Yeah. Didn't and know one that. of the directors of our other movies. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, Jesus Franco. Franco. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Huh, weird. And then he's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And Anna's like, oh, just stop it, you silly man, and kiss me. And then they kiss. And that's the movie. Bad. Oh, I need a shower. Don't go watch it. Um, don't even think about trying to find a place to watch it because I'm sad to say it's a streaming on a few channels right now. It is. It shouldn't Which, be out there. Dude, it sucks because for real, for real, Phil Fondacaro does an excellent job. Yeah. And it's, it's criminal that he gives an excellent performance and yet like don't watch, don't watch this. Don't watch, don't it. Don't watch, watch it. this. Maybe watch a YouTube clip of him. But like yeah. Are you kidding me, man? Are you like really? Yeah. It's terrible. This got a re. This got a remake, by the way. Do you know that? This got a remake. You want to guess what year it got a remake in? Oh God, no, I don't. Twenty twenty two. Ugh. No wonder it's been a horrible year. Two American youngsters who prepare to celebrate Monster Fest in a Finnish ski resort that gets overrun by small creatures. Small creatures. Ugh. The creeps are coming to destroy your holiday season. The, oh, my God. Okay, uh, where... For, before we actually rank, let's mix up the order a little bit, because we need something to invigorate us. Yeah. Um, bat them up. Could you beat this, bat, this Dracula with a baseball bat? Yep. All right. That was easy. I mean, okay. here's the thing. He might <laughs> yeah. literally... Well, we'll get there. We'll actually yeah, he's get got there. A cool, we'll get, he's got he's, a cool power, He's actually. got something. He's got something up his sleeve. Yeah. I'm going to go with yes. I think you could. Yeah. I think I can take him. I think, I think you if just you got to drop on him, if you like were yeah. around a corner and he was walking around, I think you could really quickly get a quick little knock in. Yeah, and exactly. Grab him. Just got to duck and weave and then, you know, get in there. Humor, charisma. Um. Well, here's the thing. Look, Phil's not funny, but Phil's no. charismatic. Phil's very charismatic. You kind of care for the guy. Um. I don't think it can be a super high number because, again, we don't get a lot of humor in this. No. 
but he's kind of a good leader, actually. I think he's an excellent leader, actually. I think he is really up there with um, with Dracula Untold. I, I totally agree. I think he's got some wonderful leadership qualities. Um, Dracula Untold. It's hilarious to compare it to it. Um, and yet, I think you're, you're right in some ways. I think he's a little lower than that. Um, I agree. Dracula Untold is at a nine. Yeah, I don't think which he's a I, nine. No, because that was, he was also uh, pretty funny in that movie. Yeah. But I could see him pushing for like somewhere in the sixes. What do you think? I like a 6.8. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like a 6.8. 6.8. Fashion sense. Uh, I mean, this is he straight up stole Christopher Lee's playbook. Absolutely. Uh, that's yeah. it, the that's, eyes are red the whole time. The eyes are red the whole time. That is the look. That being said, I don't mind it. No, I don't Phil, mind it either. Phil also has a wonderful uh, beard, goatee, long hair oh, combo. I love the hair. He always has that hair and I think it shines in this movie. Plus, he's got the cool little necklace going on, the red eyes. I think he looks pretty damn good. I could see him hitting some – the hair The hair alone pulls this think, into the sevens I for me. I think the hair is great, man. Yeah, uh, the hair alone pulls it into the sevens. If you wanted to push for an eight. I wouldn't mind. Maybe just let's put it just at an eight for now. Okay. I like an eight. I because I again, yeah, it's straight up ripping off a, another Dracula, but it's ripping off a good Dracula. So yeah. like you it know. makes it look good. And again, the hair is excellent. The hair beard is great. I like a beard. I like a bearded Dracula. I know that's because there's a there's a real push nowadays for for men to have beards. You know, if you can yeah. grow facial hair, people generally like to to see that. But I think it looks good. I agree. I think it looks good. You say as a bearded man, I have a beard, so I'm a little biased. <laughs> Intelligence. Um, he's quick on his feet. He's really he immediately comes to the future and is like, tell tell me what this machine does. Yeah. Excellent. Now, how can I use it to help me? Yes, exactly. I was going to say, he adapts really quickly yeah. to taking advantage of the situation as a good Dracula would. As a good Dracula would? He understands the machine enough at the end to help be a part of his own doom, mm -hmm. right? He's the one who instructs them how to send them back. And yep. self-awareness. Yeah. This guy has enough self-awareness to say, look, I could run this world as an evil genius or- as you said, Anna, I can live forever in a book. Yeah. And I'm going to do that. And I really love that he knows that about himself. I th the emotional intelligence is there. He's he's also a really good listener. Oh, yeah. Is that odd to say about a Dracula? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think no. I think Phil's our most dateable Dracula so far. Um, oh, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that, right? Because um, even the doctor, whom he clearly despises, so, hey, he's got good taste. Yeah. The doctor, whom he clearly despises, he's like, talk to me. Why are you the way you are? What can yeah. I do for you? It's really caring, actually. Mm -hmm. um, intelligence, I think he can land. Okay, tell me if this is too much. Okay. Y you tell me. Because I really want to give him like a 7.2. I like a 7.2. Okay. Yeah, again, I like no grand plan or anything, but everything that is there is there. Yeah. Plus, he yeah. leads the monsters on, like, two successful runs of kidnapping. Yeah. And instantly leads them, too. He's yeah. immediately like, all right, this is, my, this is mine now. He also has a really cool line, and we can interpret this how we want, whether or not he's aware of them as literary figures or otherwise. But he has that really cool line of, like, when they're first brought into the world, and he's like, I know my brethren of darkness. Yeah, and, like, it's weird. And, like, breaks them down psychologically what's going on with each of these monsters. 
this machine opens up a lot of questions, okay? Because it's like, okay, by taking him out of the book and putting him into the real world, does that mean when I open my copy of Dracula that Dracula is just not there? Oh, that's a really good point. Because like it, that, right? Like that's. I think you're right. Could you bring in multiple copies of these monsters? Maybe. I don't think so, because I think that's why he needs the first edition copies. Yeah, but like, I agree. Why? But also then it's like, listen, unless it's the very because they keep saying first edition, right? First edition is not the first manuscript. It's not the first time this these creatures have been written, you know? Yeah. So So I think maybe you could get multiple versions. That'd be a cool sequel. That's a good sequel right there. Yeah, exactly. That's what you do. I like that. What do you think about a combat score? Combat score is interesting because uh, you're right. He does kidnap multiple people very easily. And our guy can just kind of like zap things away. He can make things disappear. Yeah. Like really casually. Anything he wants. He's just got a little laser just like, boop, that's gone. It's kind of cool. I th- it's a really cheesy little effect. Yeah. I think it's like a seven though. I yeah. think he's a pretty good fighter overall. I, I, I agree. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still think I could take him with a baseball bat. But yes. like. You'd have to surprise him though. You have to surprise him. If he he's slow moving. But clearly powerful. And if this were fully, like, fully realized, like, if the, he got, like, a full movie dedicated to him, I think we might see that maybe I wouldn't be able to take him with a baseball bat. I think, though, because there are some Draculas. I'm I'm seeing Dragon Lives Again. I'm seeing, um, mm-hmm. honestly, I think Nosferatu I could take with a baseball bat. Yeah, 100%. I think I could, I think I could take Nosferatu him to die Nosferatu would for. just, like, kind of try to creep you out, you know? Yeah, Nosferatu, if you, if you can kind of, like, muster up your courage a little bit, he's pretty easy, frankly. Yeah. A lot of these guys, you could kind of get them. There are some, like, Castlevania... Blade Trinity, Dracula, um, Untold, who it's like, no matter what you've got, you can't beat him with just a baseball bat. Yeah, absolutely. But then we've got this category, which I think is far more interesting, which is with surprise on your side, you can't, maybe not in a straight up fight, if you like faced off each other on a mountaintop. Yeah, he just, but, he but just zap you. Like, he right just zap you into oblivion and you're dead. Yeah. But like, you're in his castle, maybe you get ahead of him a few steps, you go around the corner, and then he comes around and you just hit him in the back of the head with your baseball bat? Yeah. You can take him. Like, just like two quick hits, you know, one to the head, break it in half, and then stab him. Stake him, yeah, exactly. I think (laughs) We thought the exact same thing, man. All right, shape-shifting. Zero. Big ol' zero. Sorry, dude. Although, do we want to include the fact he shape-shifted from a book character to a real real person? (laughs) I'm tempted, but... It's not his doing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Miscellaneous. It's got to be the zapping and disappearing power. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> These things never reappear. He yeah, just zaps he like just zaps the guns battle. and like a taser and stuff, and they're gone they're forever. They're gone. They're forever. Uh, is it a 10? I mm, I think it's a 9. I, I think it's, it's a in the nine. 9s. I somewhere agree. in there. I think it's a 9. Yeah, it's good. It's, I don't think it's perfect, but it yeah. is... Because we never see him do it on a person. I think if we saw him zap a person or, God forbid, one of the monsters, I'd be like, look, this guy's going to go in the final bracket then. Yeah, exactly. As long as he can see one of the other Draculas coming at him, zap, they're gone. gone. We don't know where they go. They're gone. I don't care who it is. It's It's fucking Blade Trinity comes rushing at him and it's just (laughs) zapping him. Phil. Castlevania is the only guy I think could like you need a super speed Dracula in order to take him out. So maybe Batman. I I wonder if yeah, Batman v Dracula. I wonder if um, 
I wonder if Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf could survive it. it like might. a very durable cartoon one could just yeah, like he could shake take it a off. lot of punishment. He, could take a, <laughs> he does. He'd just get like a bruise. Uh, grand entrance, grand exit. Mm. It can't be I the like, entrance. Really? Okay, yeah. It pans like, down. I don't it does, like that. Oh, sorry. Yes. No, the pan down is, is very offensive. It's gross. Okay, so the exit. I like his little speech. I was going to say, his little speech is kind of nice. I think the speech is cool. Um, I like, again, the emotional intelligence to be like, mm, I think I'm just going to live forever instead. Yeah, I agree. I can't believe how high a score this guy's going to get. Oh, um, he's going to get a great <laughs> score. No, uh, because, and that's why I'm pissed, right? Because he's a good Dracula. Yeah. He's a better Dracula than... 70 65 percent of the draculas we have seen yeah maybe even 75 percent of these draculas it's it's literally just the fact he is in a horrible movie in a, an offensive an offensive disgusting movie to watch like yeah and i'm reading some of the reviews that people have put in the wikipedia and i just like how did you serve how did publishers put this out there yeah Keith Keith Phipps over here in the AV club. There's something embarrassingly entertaining about a three foot high werewolf, but that and a genuinely strong performance by veteran little person actor Phil Fondacaro as Dracula are pretty much the extent of the creep's charms. Phil Fondacaro is the creep's charms. Yeah, that's it. Everything else embarrassingly entertaining. Come on, man. That's weird, dude. Far from unwatchable. I disagree. And if you really need a cheesy horror movie, especially one with tiny monsters, you could do a lot worse. How? Name it, Keith. Yeah, come on, Keith. If you're going to say you can do worse, you should have to name it, I think. I agree. You could do worse than The Creeps. Dracula, Prisoner of Frankenstein. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We got one. Dracula 3000. There you go. <laughs> oh, is this more offensive than Dracula 3000? I don't think so. I still Dracula think Dracula 3000 is really bad. I think that's I, really bad. I kind of keep forgetting about how bad Dracula 3000 is. And then I think about the ending. And that's I'm my like, least oh, that's favorite right. movie we've ever watched really i think so i think i'd rather watch dracula prisoner of frankenstein than that yeah um he gets that little speech at the end yeah i don't think it's great i mean it's just it's just a quick walk off after that but um i could see him hitting somewhere in the two range 2.3 i like a 2.3 2.2 2.3 i like i like that yeah book bonus okay he's literally sucked out of the book right (laughs) it's gotta be a five doesn't it he's straight from the book (laughs) I'm glad we're on the same page. Is this the first five? No. Sure. I think it is. Oh my God. I think it is. I think it's the first five. It's the first five. It's the first five. It has to be. It has to be. (laughs) He's really right from the book. As soon as it happened, I was like, look, the movie's bad, but like, that's a perfect book, Dracula. It has to be. the book, Dracula. Like. It has to be. That's it, baby. The first edition, too. He's like, it kind of, he's even, it even lines up a little bit. He's kind of eccentric. He's kind of a monster. Mm -hmm. He's kind of petty and an asshole. Like, he wants to be in charge. He wants to lead this. He's got facial hair. Like, oh my God. It's, it's Dracula, baby. It's from the book. This guy's a five. Oh my God, his score. Anything you want to go back and adjust before we address the score? I don't think so. The movie The Creeps gets a zero out of ten yeah. from us. Yeah. However, Phil Fondacaro gets a 45.3. <laughs> Not Holy half bad, Phil. Not 43. half bad. Hold on. Let me let me where does he fit in here? 45.3. 
what is he, like 10, 11? He's 11. Wow. He's right below Blade Trinity and Dracula 3 Legacy. Wow. He's in, listen. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. It is, he's number 10. Christopher oh, Lee Christopher is just Lee. in there. Yeah. It's the Christopher Lee super score. Yeah. He's 10. Number 10. Good. Wow. Good for you, dude. Good. Deserved. Phil, you really 1, stepped it up, man. Deserved. Phil's good in this. Phil's good in this, man. And, and like, I'm really. Surprisingly heartfelt. Surprisingly heartfelt. Interesting. He's got a good plan. He's a fun Dracula. Yeah. I'm glad Phil got a good score. He deserves it. He totally deserves he it. He put work in this totally movie when no one else did. Totally deserves it. Um, before we before we go on to watch and figure out what we're watching next week, I got a new segment for you. Okay. I've I've been wanting to embrace our because this is a sports podcast. Like this is yeah. you know That's we it. we hide behind movies, but this is this is all about the stats. We're about the numbers. We're really about figuring out what makes these guys ticks. Yeah. Um, so I'm really interested in um, in weird merch that people do. Oh, I like that. So I was really curious if I went on eBay, what would be some of the uh, expensive Dracula merch that I could find? Oh, God. And you said eBay? And I found eBay. Yeah. Um, oh. So currently on eBay. <clears throat> The highest buy it now. Oh, the, the name of this segment is um, this is Merch Madness. So currently buy it now. This is the most expensive item on eBay involving Dracula. Would you like to take a guess at the price? Can I guess what the item is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think the item is? Um, this can be anything, anything, anything that people can sell on eBay. I'm imagining the first thing that came to mind was something having to do with the first version of Nosferatu. That's mm. like disappeared mm -hmm. for a long time. Yep. But I'll, I'm like, I'll go with a book. I'll go with a book. Going with a book. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a copy mm. of Dracula. It, it, you're close. It's a comic book. A comic book? It is a comic book. It is The Tomb of Dracula. Oh. Number 10. Uh-huh. Autographed by inker Tom Palmer. Uh-huh. Uh, Tomb of Dracula number 10 is very notable. For being right. the first appearance it's of Blade. Blade. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, would you like to guess the price? I'm terrified. Um, I, uh, I'll just throw $5,000. To buy it now. There is a bid going on currently. Okay. It has one day left on this bid as of the time of recording. Uh-huh. $18,199.99. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. The, the actual current uh current listing so this is for like you can bid on it um is a actually kind of interesting i think a vintage antique style vampire killing kit slayer dracula wood podium prop oddity sorry could you say that mouthful again i would have loved to say that mouthful again this is my new warm-up <clears throat> vintage antique style vampire killing kit slayer dracula wood podium prop oddity it is sure enough a wooden prop it's pretty damn killer looking, if I'm being honest. I like you should look at this bad boy. It, it's pretty cool looking. There's like a carved priest on the side. Wait, can you send it's it to me? It's a good little. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. want to see it. <laughs> I'd include it in the episode description, but I don't know what's going to happen when it like the bid goes away. Description. Amazing one of a kind vampire slayer podium kit. First of all, I love the idea that you are a vampire slayer. And instead of having it in like a briefcase or something that you, you can move podium. around, it's on a podium. <laughs> I Whoa. love that. Yeah, right? It looks awesome. 
This is this so looks much. incredibly old podium is made of wood ornate gold wooden column slash podium with carved designs throughout. It is believed that this piece was made for a ch- church in Portland, Oregon. However, we cannot confirm this. All right, then why'd you include that in the description? Yeah, come That's on now. nothing. Box on the top opens. There is a lock, but we do not have the key. The lock is in the open position. Inside is lined with old red velvet, I hope cake, stained and spotted <laughs> stuffed pillow form on the lid has a tear, appears to be stuffed with straw or hay. All the objects are present, and present, including a non-working pistol. We're already off to a terrible start with this vampire hunter <laughs> kit, let me just say. And a large handheld incense or smoke wand, which the handle goes through the hole in the box and down into the center of the podium for storage. There are indents on the bottom of the box that fit each object. There is an old Bible, wooden stake, holy water bottle. I wonder if the holy water is included. Wooden crucifix that has tiny holds, which may have held... A Jesus figure at one time, a metal spike ball and a chain attached to a wooden handle and the non-functioning pistol. On top of the pistol shaft has been engraved E. Remington and Sons, Ilya, New York, Pat W.S. Schmidt, October 21st, 1873. So that right there is pretty cool. Old 1873 Remington. That's pretty, that's not too bad. Condition is as found and as shown. This is old. The wood has normal wear and tear. Scratches and chips are dense. They only accept PayPal. Damn. So, okay, we need to figure out how big this thing is, because how are they shipping this? This is nuts, dude. It's unreal. This, th- I mean, how big do you, how tall do you think that is? Take I, a gander. I, I don't know. It looks like three feet tall. I was going to say three feet, maybe three and a half. It's pretty big. They have big. no specific information about it. That's uh, nuts. I want to know what scammer came up with this thing in the 1870s or whatever. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh my it's, goodness. Yeah, no, it's legit. It's like it's vintage. It's got these cool, these beautiful carvings on the side. Yeah, the carvings are kind of cool. If we can ship multiple items safely together. Okay, but how are you going to ship me this big ass box, man? Dude, that copy of the Bible is falling apart. Yeah, that thing's going to disintegrate. Wait, what's the large wooden thing on the side? You see that, like, it's got the carving on it. Are you asking, like, what it is or what I was looking at? No, what is it? I think it's just the carving. I think it's just cool. Oh, weird. Cool. Yeah. Would you like to know? Let's find the most expensive Nosferatu item. Oh, please. Number one, when I search for Nosferatu, ESP USA Eclipse Nosferatu Limited Edition Pyrograph Series EC. It's an electric guitar with a dope-ass drawing of Nosferatu on it. $21,000. Oh, mackerel a nosferatu snes authentic factory sealed grade vga 85 uh so uh it's been it's been verified by by people who i don't know how into collecting things you are but it's been verified by professionals fifteen thousand dollars for a factory sealed SNES game that I bet shit whoa are you seeing this Bella Lugosi uh movie medallion I am not seeing that. No. What is that? This is one of the medallions that Bela Lugosi would have had for the movie. It's authenticated. It? It's actually way less than I thought it was. I might get this for you one day. Like, oh, okay. So it's, I was thinking like 4,000. No, we're no, talking it's not more. that. I think, um, I think, the, I think a great little item to end us on here. Cheeto shaped Tom Brady, Jesus, Pope, priest, heel, Nosferatu, zombie, mummy, fellatio. What? Just a weird looking Cheeto. I'm pretty sure none of what you just said made sense. That was like something out of Mad Libs. (laughs) If you're listening at home, picture a Cheeto that's got kind of a main, like main Cheeto and then like a little curved Cheeto off of it. They're attached. Picture that. 
picture how much <laughs> you'd pay for this stupid ass Cheeto. $5,483 someone is asking for a damn Cheeto. Okay. We're no longer a Dracula podcast. We are now looking exclusively at how much people are selling Cheetos for on eBay. $2,499. $999.99. $1,500 for a flaming hot Cheeto shaped Squidward from SpongeBob. That actually does look like Squidward from SpongeBob. Now hold on. That's bizarre. <laughs> There's so much strange stuff out there, man. What do you want to watch next week? <laughs> uh something better than this i don't know what are you feeling oh look who's suddenly so picky oh man <laughs> well if we want to keep kind of trying to knock out some comedies we could do dracula dead and loving it Ooh. which is uh which is directed by mel brooks and stars leslie nielsen and i I'm in. i like the sound of that combination that sounds great i'm done that? i'm in yep all 90 right minutes i'm here for it 90 minute comedy. Yeah, this like this looks pretty good. Oh man, it lost a lot of money. I was just gonna say it didn't make anything, did it? Whoa. Look at all the look at all these. Professor Van Helsing, Thomas Renfield, Jonathan Harker, Mina Seward. I know all these people. Wow, Mel they Brooks got Mina and Lucy right. I can't wait. I'm, I'm very excited for this. How do you want to leave the show? Sorry, I'm still looking at the cast. Um <laughs> uh, okay. Um Peter McNichol. Oh, God. I don't want anything to do with anyone in this. Yeah. It's probably okay if you just want to sit in silence. Maybe. Yeah, maybe a moment of silence <laughs> for having us, us watching this movie. You know, okay, I'm I'm going to assume the, the doctor's... No, <laughs> I got nothing. Um, no. I'm going to get confiscated by the uh, IRS just like the rest of the mad scientist shifted at the end and pretend <laughs> I was never associated with any of this. I'm uh, I was actually in this movie. Little known fact. I was in this movie when uh, she comes in at the end with the sixty two hundred dollar check and I stole that sixty two hundred dollar check <laughs> and, and um, I ran. I ran <laughs> far, far away from this movie. That was a good idea. All right. We'll see you next week for Dracula Dead. And loving it. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>